welcome back to Too Smart For This. It's me, your host, Alexis Barber, and today we are finishing up our confidence series with the one and only Alexa J. McCoy. Alexa is my friend, and she is also a plus-size model and content creator, and she is truly a legend. I am so grateful to know her. She was also on the show as a previous guest in March of 2021, so if you want to hear more about her background, how she got started with content creation and modeling, you can go check that out. We will link it down below in the show notes. But today we're jumping into a conversation about confidence, about loving yourself, and how she went from someone who was experiencing an eating disorder and very, very uncomfortable with her experience with men to where she is now, which is a thriving model in Los Angeles with an incredible support network. And she's also one of my closest friends. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. As you know, per usual, this show is sponsored by the Two Collective line of luxury bathrobes, including the Two Cozy, which is an incredible, luxurious microfiber plush material that has a super functional fit because, you know, what's the point of having a robe if you can't live your life in it? You know what I'm saying? So if you want to shop Two Collective, you can shop in sizes S25X down below at twocollective.com and use the code podcast15 for 15% off. And with that, let's jump into the episode. And thank you, Alexa, for coming on the show. You're a repeat guest. Thank Are you God. excited? Thank you so much for having me oh back. I'm so excited. It's my favorite podcast. Truly anytime um, because we hang out in real life. I know. We're, so. You're my spontaneous friend, which is so funny because yeah. we're both not spontaneous, really. So I love that we're spontaneous together. I agree. It's so much fun. Okay, and happens. let me explain. Spontaneous means we text day of to get drinks. It's and, not and that crazy. And that's the best type of friend is that the one who, like, you can text day of and, like, even if you hadn't responded to each other from like two weeks ago, it's not a problem, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And because you get it. Like, I'm a low-maintenance friend. Low-maintenance friendships are the ones. Exactly. We're putting a lot of love into those friendships, exactly. but they're low-maintenance. Precisely, precisely. So, as you know, we love to start with some rapid-fire questions. Oh, I'm ready. So, the first one is... What are your big three in astrology? Do you know, or are you an astrology girl? Okay, so I know my big three, but I don't know the ins and outs. I know okay. certain little tidbits that I claim. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any of the negative stuff. Yeah, period. I just know you the positives. Um, I'm a Virgo rising, so I'm a Virgo. Okay. I love being a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Pisces moon, which Ooh. apparently Pisces moon is like the rarest moon you can have. It means you're super intuitive. So I yeah. love that. I have a lot of intuition going on. And then my rise, or yeah, wait. Virgo and then, sun, um, Pisces sun. moon, rise, or is it, what's your, your sun is when you were born. So you're a Virgo sun, Virgo sun. So my rising mm-hmm. is Capricorn. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. She's a career oriented girl. Absolutely. She's about her money, about her biz. We love to see it. Okay. What are yours? Then I, mine, I'm a Sagittarius sun, yes. a Aries rising and a Leo moon. I'm all fire. Oh, I love, I'm only like. Go, 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 impulsivity. And that's why you're so successful. Well, I wish I was. I don't feel successful today. Today I um, feel frazzled and like crazy. I think of you as my successful friend. Oh, thank you. My business <laughs> owner you. friend. You have so many successful friends. Though. Like everyone you've introduced me to is like an icon. Which I love. I feel yeah. like that's like. It says a lot about you. The best part of my life. Me and my friend were just talking about it today because she went to lunch with some people and she was like, everybody's just like not motivated with that group of people she was with. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm just so lucky that we have so many hardworking, motivated, driven people around us because it makes you want to be better. Exactly. And like that was 
part of the reason I felt comfortable like moving to LA is because I knew you were here mm-hmm. and you had such a great network and I was like wow if she can like have great friends here that are like authentic and genuine then yes. that means like those people exist and so that was like it was like a little inspiration for I love sure. that yeah. thank you because yeah I feel that too I wonder if that really like affects people of like not have how hard it is to like find people who are motivated because we're so like lucky and privileged in a way where like we can make friends with people on the internet but yes. not all girls like have that you know totally and I was literally just making a video about this this is my drafts about like people that say LA is so fake and like mm-hmm. all this stuff I'm like look at what you're doing when you get here if you're mm-hmm. coming here and you're only hanging out with other social media people that are trying to make it big and have the most followers like yeah. you're not gonna have genuine relationships because all it's about is posting or this not the other not saying all people are like that but yeah. like if you diversify who you're trying to be friends with get some people that are in different business places have mm-hmm. some friends in PR have some friends that are entrepreneurs everything it doesn't have to just be social media people like people that ground you exactly 100% I ran into I was at a PR showroom last week and this guy like stopped or I was like I don't know I was just there I couldn't figure out the door so I was like struck up conversation with the guy there but I was like only in my active wear and I like was running there from lunch or whatever and the guy was like where are you from? And I was like, ah, well, I lived in New York and I'm from the Midwest. He's like, cause you're really nice for LA. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I feel like in LA, that's just like, people don't realize just be nice to people and you'll meet the right people and like attract the right people too. Take five seconds to ask someone's name. Exactly. Like just be, and you're the nicest person I've ever met. I feel like that's what I tell everyone when I talk about you. you. I'm like, I don't know how she does it. If you all haven't listened to our episode, it was a long time ago. I know it was like a year ago. Over a year year ago. Oh my God. It was almost two years ago because it was in March 2021. That's horrific. Wait, so we've oh been friends for a long time. For a minute. We're so excited. Launched a business. I know. By then. It's, like, that's it's so crazy. It's great. And look at you. Look at how far you've come and like all of the things you're doing. You're a full on model now. Oh my God. That's what it. A and you do it full time. I can't fucking believe that. So, in the last, I guess, like year and a half since you've been on the show, what has been the hardest part and okay. how did you overcome it? Oh, okay. I think the hardest part, and maybe you can relate a little bit, is like you have to work through your mental health stuff, like Mm. to be able to work like and be on the internet and like my job being on set or whatever it is, like it doesn't matter how I feel or what's going on or if I wake up in my first five comments I see of the meanest things I've ever read. (laughs) Like you have to put a smile on and you have to go through it. And I'm lucky that like my platform allows me to be real and like I'll say if I'm having a bad day or if I don't post for a couple days, I'll be like, sorry, was Mm. depressed. But I feel like that's what's been hard. And also like it's also like... I take that like that's fine like with my job I'm so blessed with what I do so it doesn't even matter but I feel like you know you say you know me as like the really nice like happy person and that's Mm -hmm. what I want to be able to give every single person Mm. like um I'm sure we'll get into this but like when the highlight room stuff happened I'm like trying not to cry leaving the thing but I ran into like two girls that follow me a contact of mine and a company and I'm like choking back tears trying to be like it's so nice to meet you right thank you but it's just like I I just realized like people take one second of you and run with it Mm -hmm. and so you just always have to be like front-facing but luckily being a black woman Mm -hmm. I've always grown up with my family telling me like you know unfortunately you're held to a different standard of like you are people's representation of black women sometimes you can be Mm -hmm. the only person they know so I've always carried that with me of like you need to put the other shit aside and put your best foot forward with everybody but it's exhausting like I get home and 
I go to sleep and I should be going to the gym or yeah. doing something for myself. But I kind of scrapped that part of it just to give to everyone else. So now I'm kind of in my era of what can I do to build myself up now and not just give to others all the time. So 100%. I think that's really real is the fact that you don't you you don't really get a break. You don't really get time off with mm-hmm. this. And like if you take time off, you're potentially giving up like thousands of dollars and like your career Literally. and stuff like that. So like I'm going on a solo like wellness trip next week and I'm really conflicted about whether like I actually turn off while I'm there or and like potentially like I don't know, like, not be able to, like, either sell robes while I'm there or whatever, Mm -hmm. all this stuff, or if I, like, post about it and make it into content. Where are you going? I'm going to this, this will be, it'll be out by that time. I'm going to Sivana Wellness Resort. It's in, um, it's in Arizona. Wow. Yeah, my friend told me about it. It looks a little. That's going to be amazing. You know, it looks a little odd, a little, um. Okay, a little Masha. Did you you watch that Nine Perfect Strangers? No, I didn't. You need to watch that. I'll watch it, I'll watch it. It's like the whole time they're diagnosed, or like they're like microdosing them with shrooms. And so they're all tripping the whole time, but they think it's real, but it's really good. Oh my God, I have to watch that. Nicole Kidman plays the woman. It's iconic, yeah. That'll be so good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's like odd, but but like, I'm like, do I share this or not? Like, do I actually re set or what you mm-hmm. know it's like such a w- weird thing and like it's a small complaint because there's so many benefits to the job too but um I can see how that must have been like a tough time but how did you but you overcame it by like recognizing yeah giving yourself grace and now you're here. I was always that person that was like why do the Kardashians get so mad when they get hate like oh they're God. the Kardashians yeah, they're exactly. living the life and like my day-to-day life is so awesome. I have the best friends, family, job, everything. But then I see a hate comment and it turns me red. Yeah. And I've just realized like people publicly comment things that aren't true. And you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, this is yeah. not true. Like, exactly. why are you saying this? And I've just, I'm starting to realize you just got to let that shit go. Like if people exactly. are going to comment things, delete, block, goodbye, next, exactly. who cares? 100%. And I wonder, yeah, I mean, I think it's gotten to a whole new level this year. People are crazy. Like, I feel like last year, even though maybe I did, well, didn't have as many brand deals or wasn't as successful in this, I was so excited about being a creator, but the amount of hate that has, like, been in this past year and, like, the new forums and all that stuff has made me, like, more fearful of the job, but I feel like that's what they want, so that's why you have to, like, deal with it and move on. But a lot of it is, like, once you start seeing how absurd some of this shit is that people are saying, that's when you are, like, wait, like you kind of start to laugh at it. Like, what the fuck are y'all on? Like, Nothing is off limits absurd. to these people. It's absurd, yeah. You were with me when I found the Reddit thread. I know. And I was like, I thought we didn't discuss women's weight, everybody. I know. What the fuck? I thought we weren't talking shit about someone for, quote, like, um, I saw on there one back, I don't read it anymore, but back when I did read it, someone was like, and this was someone who I didn't personally like, mm-hmm. like, as a person, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, yeah, she's, like, not really... Uh, I don't know. I don't really like her content. Plus, she's gained a lot of weight recently. And Wait, I was someone like, you know said that? No, someone on the Reddit said that. Oh, okay. About someone I personally know oh, and don't like. like. I thought they were saying that about you. No, I was ma'am. like, No, ma'am. But I was like, girl, like, I don't even like this person, but mm-hmm. I would never cross the line of talking about their weight just because... Like, I wanted some a reason to put them down, you know? Like, there's my other reasons we don't like them, but, yeah. like, still. Like, say whatever. Say, don't like, say that. Exactly. Don't say that. And also, like, don't do it publicly. Like, it's very lame behavior. Very weird. Very mm-hmm. jealous. Very, you need to get a life. Exactly. Like, I don't get that. And I always say to people, like, when I'm scrolling on TikTok, I have a lot of thoughts too, babe. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things <laughs> I want to say. And I think them, and I scroll. Because there's no point, because nobody gives a fuck exactly. what I have to say. So, 100%. 
So anyway, you have a fabulous life otherwise. But this year, I know we talked about it like IRL versus what I saw online of your experience at the highlight room. I'm curious, like, I feel like that was just really hard for you, not just the trauma of the situation, but then putting it out there for the world to see and having all those reactions, mm-hmm. like, was, to, to what I could see, was really crazy. So yeah. how do you reckon with that when, like, those things are happening for you, like, on a daily basis? I think always the most important thing is, like, staying grounded and staying to, like, the core of what everything was all about. And, like, luckily I had Ella through it, throughout mm-hmm. it with me. And, like, she's someone that's very good in the media, doing interviews, doing PR tours and all of that stuff. And that's something that's very new to me. And the times that I have done it, it's been about positive things in my career and all this stuff. And it hasn't been talking about something that's so personal to me. And, like, I told you, I've been every weight in my life my weight fluctuates Mm -hmm. a lot it always has and so to speak about that when it was something that's always been hard for me to speak about it's honestly social media has been kind of liberating for me to kind of get on the internet and be like I'm fat like Mm -hmm. you know it is what it is and that doesn't change the person I am friend daughter sister anything and so I feel like that was really freeing for me so prior to going into that situation I had a little bit more courage um but I just once it happened to me I just realized like this is a fear I've had forever. I've had Mm -hmm. this fear going to so many clubs, so many bars, all these different things. And I just know if I'm feeling it, someone else is, and I might as well be the person to say it out loud. So when it does happen to another girl, she can be like, Oh, I know this happened to Alexa. This Mm -hmm. happens to everybody. It's not just me. This is fucked up and I don't have to just take it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was pretty lucky that majority of the response was positive. There was a couple people, but that were negative that did videos and stuff but I'm like you look like you're doing this for clout or for whatever like (laughs) if you're just trying to you saw a viral video and you want to do something controversial about it like Mm. go for it I didn't watch any of the videos I read some of the comments and stuff and like I posted a video the other day and it was me going to the revolve thing and I was like I look so good like I I can't believe I maybe I should have phrased it better but I was just like after the highlight room stuff happened I was so insecure for like a week I was just Mm. like in my head not feeling cute. I also hadn't shot like a, a sh- like a modeling shoe in like a week or two. And mm-hmm. so I was just feeling down in the dumps. I was like, I'm ugly, this, that, the other, oh which is just God. ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous spiral, spiral mindset. So I posted a TikTok and I was like, I can't believe that I didn't get into a club when I looked this good. Like, right. that's crazy. And it was hard to see. I had a, like a two different girls comment. Oh, I, I saw this. It was so rude. And so rude. I've recently had, I don't know if you've realized like colorism is a big talk on TikTok right oh, now. Yeah, I've seen so many different things with black creators, like talking about it. And I've always been someone that's talked about my privilege being light skin mm-hmm. and mixed and all of these different things. There's also trials and tribulations that go with that as well. But I've always known that I'll have different opportunities than a darker skinned creator. And I would talk about that all day long but to have people come on and act like I'm using my light skin privilege and stuff when I'm like you haven't watched a single other one of my fucking videos then like I don't know what you're talking about and saying like, but it's also like it had nothing to do with the situation at hand because like like, you didn't get like you weren't being compared to a dark-skinned woman when you were the decision was being made about you being in the club or not and like you use your privilege to speak up about it and so did a white woman. But like, and of course these things happen all the time. Mm-hmm. They happen all the time. And I, they happen more to dark skinned women. They Absolutely. happen more to, you know, to trans women, to mm-hmm. lots of different women. But like you, what, why would you speak on that if you aren't that? And that was the main reason of coming forward was like, 
if this is happening to me, they don't know when they did that to me. They didn't know I had a platform. They didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. They just disrespect people every single day because they can get away with it. So I was like, I have an actual privilege. Let me use it. And let me, I made it in my video. I said, I know this happens to dark skinned women way more disproportionately than it does to lighter skinned women as well as trans people, anybody in the LGBTQ community, Mm -hmm. like, and so it's one of those moments where you're reading something and you're like, how are you saying this when this isn't what I'm about? Like, yeah. don't comment this because then other people are reading it and are like, oh my God, she's thinking da-da-da. I'm like, no, 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 no. That wasn't Please the point. No. You were just over here trying to change lives. And they're like, people. don't make this your personality trait. I'm like, that was my number one concern, which is so funny. Like, oh, I think really? that's why it stung a little extra hard is because I was... Before, like, all the news articles came out and everything like that, I was saying to everyone, I was like, this is not what I want to be known for. Like, Mm. I am doing so much good and, like, so much in my career. Like, this is not what I want to be the thing that people look at me and, like, that's the girl that didn't get in the club and complained about it, you know? Luckily, that was not the outcome. And, you know, Mm -hmm. after talking with people I love, they were like, you are doing something so good. You're bringing awareness to something. Like, this is something positive to be known for, that you were the girl that spoke out about club culture, misogyny and that and all of that stuff. So. I came, like, I remember when Ella first posted it, she was like, do you want to do a joint reel on Instagram? Mm. And I was like, I just don't know if I'm ready for that. I need to tell my family that this happened. I need exactly. to, like, before this breaks the internet. And so maybe that was, like, a cowardly move of me to not do that at first. But I think I was moving at my own pace and, like, just doing what was normal. best for me. And that's the thing is, like, I've been in a situation yes. pretty publicly <laughs> where I did something that I wasn't ready for because other people around me were telling me that I should and I did and I come from and I didn't want to be known for what I did too and then I became known for it Mm -hmm. and that it's hard to recover from that and it's also just hard because that's what people will always choose the most dramatic thing to define you Mm -hmm. as even though you're not probably that thing and there's more to you but it's not interesting to get to know people with nuance it's interesting to get to know it's it's more fun for people to see you on the internet and put you down or it's more it's and it's easier for them because it helps them feel better and like that's what I've just learned this past year and I also think about how like prior to being an influencer how I looked at influencers and how I treated them and how that directly reflected into my personal relationships and like always just trying to like be perfect or talk shit when people only really talk shit for fun or mm-hmm. for like I don't know to make themselves feel better literally that's what I was gonna say <laughs> so that's what you've gotta like it's either super go. interesting like I try to think like when I'm spilling tea like I'm not talking shit I'm saying facts you yeah. know like we're just sharing mm-hmm. a story but I've never been the one to sit down like in my life ever and be like she's ugly she's fat she's mm-hmm. this she's that like that's not constructive I'll talk about how she was rude to someone mm-hmm. or she was doing something like that but yeah. Why would, it's just so, like, society is made for women to be competing with each other and tear each other down. Like, I refuse to add into that. I'm not doing that. 100%. I'm with you on that. So, confidence is the theme for this month, for the podcast. Love. So, I want to talk to you about it because I know that you have so much confidence now, but you literally just said, like, after this whole thing happened, you had a big, like, dip to your confidence. Mm -hmm. So, tell me about how you've evolved and how your relationship to confidence has evolved as a young adult this is like the best question you could ask me because mm-hmm. I feel like this is the thing I'm the most proud of about myself and like I wish I could I mean I guess I could like 
make a class about how I learned how to love myself yeah. because I feel like it was just such a wild journey. Like I am mixed. My mom's white. My dad's black. I grew up in a town that was predominantly white. So I always looked different. I always felt different than other people. And I just, I would hide it, but I just never really felt like I belonged, which people would probably say they would never think just mm-hmm. because I was always bubbly and involved and all these things. But I just always felt like I was suppressing myself. Like yeah. I never was fully who I wanted to be. Maybe it was because the people I was around were rude. Like, <laughs> the guys were savages. Like, they would fully be like, oh, nobody likes you because you have a flat ass. Or, like, nobody likes you because you're this, that, the other. Jesus, like, yeah. people would say to me all the time, you know, you're not actually black. Oh, yeah, you are thicker. Like, mm-hmm. not in a positive thing. Not in a Kim K way. Like, yeah. shit was not nice. And so I just always internalized all these things. Like, I remember my friend was, like, tutoring this guy. And this might have been a mean girl thing for her to even tell me. Like, I don't even know why she told me this. But mm-hmm. she was asking... The guy, like, in our friend group, we were, like, the cool friend group. And mm. she was, like, who do you think is cute, da 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 and was going person by person. She said when he when she got to me, he was, like, yeah, like, Alexa's cool, but, like, I would never date a black girl. Mm. And I just remember feeling like that all the time. Like, I was never someone to approach a man or do anything because I just felt like, you know, who would want to be with a black girl? Because that's exactly. who I was always around. And I remember when I went to college, my dad sat me down and he was like, your life's going to change when you go to school. He's like, you're going to be around normal people, not the one percent you've been around and you're going to thrive and just be ready for that. And I was like, first of all, you don't think I'm thriving? Like what? But I wasn't. (laughs) Got to college and I was in a very abusive relationship my first few years and that just plummeted my confidence. I hated myself. He destroyed me like just I can't even get into that on the internet because I feel like we talked about on the last episode okay yeah he was just horrible and like Mm -hmm. there's stuff that I can't even say out loud that he would say to me that just ruined me Mm -hmm. but I feel like not that I'm thankful for that but I feel like it set me at ground zero like it set me well (laughs) after that I did have an eating disorder for a little bit you know that'll happen to you you too (laughs) because he made me feel like shit so I was like okay well eat perfect had a horrifying eating disorder. Um, my senior year, my friends literally had an intervention for me and were like, you can't live like this anymore. Like mm-hmm. you need to figure it out. So that's why the girls that I live with now are like my sisters and my best friends. And they've been with me since I was literal rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, set it ground zero for me to just build myself up and love myself from nothing. Um, and so at that time I was literally like 120 pounds, like could barely walk. I was so frail. And, um, I just started this journey of like gaining weight again and not restricting myself, letting myself eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember I would creep around my like house that I lived with with my friends because Mm -hmm. I remember like my dad would always yell at me if I ate food late at night, like love you dad so much. But Mm -hmm. that's just like a trigger. Like he would tell me like, that's why you gain weight. It's like, because you eat at night. night. Which is just like a false like thing that he probably picked up somewhere. Whatever. So... I just remember I would like sneak around in my house when I wanted like a midnight snack. And then I was like, I need to reprogram my brain that I don't need to, my friend's not going to come out the room and be like, what are you doing? Like, you know, so Mm -hmm. just reprogramming and relearning that like I can allow myself to enjoy life and food and indulge. And so I feel like once I started realizing like letting myself have thoughts and let them pass like if I'm getting ready and an outfit's not looking good or it's not how I wanted like I can think like oh I don't really like how this looks but it's not me it's the outfit like Mm. let's figure this out find something else like I know I'm beautiful I'm a model like Mm. I do all these things I have those evil thoughts in my head but I don't want them consume me anymore Mm. and so that's what I'm the most proud of is that I can say firmly that I can love myself at any weight like this is the biggest I've ever been Mm. and I've never loved myself more I 
just realized like I would never speak to a friend, my sister, my future daughter, like how I would speak to myself in my head. And I just started through therapy realizing like with every thought I had, I need to trace it back to the origin. And mm-hmm. every thought I have is rooted in misogyny. It is. Everything, I'm like, I'm only thinking about what a man's going to think about me. I'm not thinking about what I think about myself. And so, obviously, I hate men. So once I started realizing that yeah. and it started clicking, I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, all of these things were just fears of what boys have made me feel in the past. And now I just, the only opinion that matters about myself is my own. Yeah. And so now that I feel so secure in myself and the way I treat people and my career and all those things, like I just think looks are so shallow, which is funny because I'm a model, mm-hmm. but I just think it's shallow to yeah. put your whole being about that. And it's like, it's not that looks are shallow because like looks are so fun. Like mm-hmm. it's an expression of your personality and like we're all born with what we've got. Like you've got to like deal with it, you yes. know? However, like dieting and like diet culture and starving yourself to be skinny that is the what the shallow part is Mm -hmm. and it's like it's I don't fault any woman who's ever done anything like that 100% because of like you said we live in a patriarchal society where if you don't do that then like you are losing out on benefits of like male the male Mm -hmm. gaze or whatever but I just feel like it's so refreshing to hear you say like okay I don't let these thoughts consume me anymore because that's how it is for any struggle that anyone is dealing with is it's always like you're always going to have those thoughts like even when you're like happy and you're at your best you're always going to have those thoughts but the difference is whether or not you let them run your life absolutely and that's what's most like probably the biggest thing for me has been because like I still get anxious or whatever but it doesn't mean that like I'm a bad person absolutely and you can't be mad at yourself either when the thoughts do consume you Mm -hmm. and I think like what I also realized is I would keep so many things a secret like I would just if I was feeling a type of way like instead of saying like I don't feel good about this or I don't like this or this person treated me this way, this guy blew me off this way. Like I would keep it a secret because I felt like if I said it out loud, everybody would be thinking, oh, it's cause she's ugly or she's fat or she's this. And so I've had a lot of freedom of just saying things out loud and not keeping these little secrets of insecurities that I would just hold on to and spiral and dwell on. Like saying things out loud and having discussions with your friends it makes things way less serious and mm-hmm. you realize everybody's experienced what you've experienced. It doesn't matter what you look like or what your job is or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, it's just a journey. Like it's who just, knows? My mind could change next week, but literally yeah. me too. I feel like that is always what's happening. But so as it's the end of the year, as we're recording this, so I would love to know what's the best piece of advice you've learned this year or you've gotten this year. Oh my gosh. That's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I feel like the best advice, you know, to make my day better, like, is truly just, I think just believing in yourself, Mm -hmm. like, really knowing that everything is going to be okay. Like, what helps my anxiety a lot is I think about, like, the last thing that just stressed me the fuck out, like, made me cry or just, like, I didn't know what the result was going to be. And I just think about how everything has a solution or resolution, and that just kind of, like, takes my anxiety away and I just remember like also nothing's real sometimes like that's good advice of just like you need to know like you have one life live it and don't let anything stress you out too much where you can't enjoy your life unless it's like real shit you know Mm -hmm. but like the meaningless stuff like just let it go and then I would say secondly it's like life is really just who you surround yourself with oh yes it's really who you surround yourself with like if I didn't have the best community around me life would suck it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter 
what success you have, how much money you're making, what you're doing. Like if you don't have anybody to share it with that builds you up, that makes you feel loved, it's all meaningless. 100%. I feel like the next theme of the show is going to have to be relationships because this past month has been truly like so hard and I... And, but my relationship has never been stronger. And like, but for both of us, it was really a hard month, but like being able to lean on each other, that made me realize like, okay, this is really what life is about. Like Mm -hmm. there's no point in sharing the highs if you don't have someone who can be there for you through the lows, you know, and for you to still be able to find joy. Like you've got to find people where you can still find joy with, even when you are at your lowest, you know? And I think that, but I feel like you have that with your community and it's so incredible to watch. It's so amazing. And I love that everyone that's around, my friends and I at least, they always say, like, you guys love each other so much. And I'm like, I do. I love them. And, you know, I get my hate for it, too. Because for Mm. those of you that don't know, my three roommates are white. And so, you know, people love to comment, like, Mm. you're always hanging out with white girls. Like, how are you going to talk about black empowerment and all of these things? And I'm like, I didn't know. There's no one way to be black period and mic drop on that one mm-hmm. but for me I just don't even care because I have good people around me exactly. so to me it just sounds like you're jealous that you don't have people that would die for you yeah. like because I, I do mean, period and yeah. it's 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 tough I mean there people will always find something to be mad about so since this is also coming out in January what is something you're leaving behind like leaving in 2022 mm-hmm. and what's something you're taking with you basically being mad at myself, Mm. I think is what I need to leave behind. Being as harsh, like when you, I think being on the internet, um, a lot of your value is like kind of based on like what goes viral or what people react to and things like that. And like when I achieve good things, like I got to do that Rihanna campaign or Mm -hmm. like I have these big moments that people talk to me about and I'm always like when it's over, it's like, okay, what's next? Like, what am I going to do next? That's big. And so just I feel like I always stress myself out and feel like I'm not doing enough but then you know my friends and myself when I sit down and think I'm like look at how much you're doing constantly you know Mm -hmm. why is it not good enough it's good enough for everybody else but yourself Mm -hmm. and so I think for me to truly like be the happiest I can be I need to just have a little bit more forgiveness for myself and I feel like for me 2022 was a lot about healing and just taking the time again to indulge in life and be lazy and also work hard in my career. But like, if I want to sit on the couch from Saturday to Sunday, like Mm -hmm. I can do that. And so for 2023, I really want to be outside a little bit more Mm -hmm. and I want to pour more into myself and do things that make me feel good. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that too. I feel like you've grown so much too, just seeing your confidence go from like being like, I don't have to be mean to myself because you're a Virgo. Like you're a perfectionist. There's a lot going on up here. Exactly. (laughs) At all times. Exactly. And I I can relate since we have similar experiences in a lot of ways, like how. I love that. How much we share. I know. Me too. It's Mm -hmm. the best. And how mentally it's like, why is, like we're really mean to ourselves. Yes. Like I, that's something I really need to stop in 2020. Because, girl, like, I I think that's why I wanted to talk about confidence mm-hmm. is because, like, the letting – when once you've, like, seen the benefits of being nicer to yourself in small ways, you're like, wow, what could my life be like if I was nicer to myself all the time? And that's, that's like, what exactly. I want for both of us. You said it so perfectly. Like, I've realized all of these moments that I'm not confident, it's because I took that from myself. Like, mm-hmm. I told myself something was wrong or I wasn't doing good enough, or I didn't look good enough, and then, but no one else is thinking that, it's just my own judgment, so once I kind of took that off, and 
I also just realized I, I spend so much time before I go to events picking out what I'm going to wear and stressing the fuck out mm-hmm. to get there and nobody gives a fuck. Nope. Everybody's concerned about themselves. Like yeah. I've just realized I'm going to look and feel so much better if I just do me, do yeah. you. And then everybody, cause the girls that look the best are the ones that are authentically themselves. That's what I've always mm-hmm. realized. I'm like, you wore that cause you wanted to, yeah. not cause you thought that would look good for this event. And exactly. I just live for that. So that's what I want to be more that myself. Period. I love that. Okay, so the last question that I like to ask, I did this in the last one. I don't know what you said on the last one. We'll have to go back and see. But I love to ask all my guests this question. Finish this sentence with something that you want other people to know. You are too smart for, and you can switch the four for two or whatever you want. I have a feeling in the last one I said stupid boys or something. You did. I know I did. You did say that. Oh, my God. Good (laughs) Which I stand by, and I will always stand by that. A million percent. Um, you're too smart not to love yourself, first of all, mm-hmm. ladies. Period. I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. You guys know you're the shit, so yeah. don't let your brain take that away from you. Um, but I feel like you're too smart to get in your own way. Like, that's the best thing I could say. It's like every time that's something, I, I just feel like I'm my own obstacle. I'm the wall. Like, if I break down those barriers, there's nothing else in my way yeah. besides a few like few, societal yeah. things just <laughs> but, you know the patriarchy yeah just uh, yeah. whatever a little bit of racism you know, uh, just systemic tad, things just a tad, only half of it <laughs> yeah exactly but once you get out of your own way like and you don't self-sabotage yourself that's what therapy's for though. oh yeah get that's that for. self-sabotage get into therapy though. yeah please that's yeah. what i needed number one. First <laughs> thing she said to me when i sat down she's like you are sabotaging yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna need to figure that out i said thank you very much mm-hmm. let's work on that right now precisely so Thank, where can everyone find you if they want to keep up with you? Oh my God. So Instagram is Alexa J. Alexa has three A's at the end. Mm-hmm. And then TikTok is Flexi Lexi. Mm-hmm. Lexi has three X's. I feel like your Instagram, you're so good. You serve Thank us, you. you serve us looks. Like I wish I got this many good outfit picks. Like I'm really upset about it, in fact. Like you're making I my life because be... I feel like I'm like literally lame as fuck on Instagram. No, right now. but you give us outfit picks and you don't like fake it with the reels. Like I'm trying to fake it on reels. I'm trying to like get something to pop off on reels. And I, it's not fucking working. Reels and fucking hates me. It's I can't. Ass. It's, it's ass. I'm so I'm not good at it. But follow her for all the fashion inspo. I appreciate that so much. Love. Thank you so much for listening to Too Smart for This. I am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations. If you're looking for more content, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Too Collective. And don't forget to follow me, your host, Alexis Barber, on the Gram TikTok as well. Don't forget, you can also watch our solo episodes on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alexis Barber. And we do a weekly giveaway of PR products or Amazon gift cards cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.